Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Nikki Ferguson all about how to make friends with your money. Because as an entrepreneur, it's so easy to get sucked into all these weird thoughts and feelings around our money. And we're not really sure like, oh gosh, I'm starting to generate some revenue, but how do I feel about that? And that can really cause us to play small and hold ourselves back. So we are diving into this and so much more in today's episode. And with that being said, Nikki, welcome into the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you here today. So before we start talking all about money, tell us about you, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. So like you said, my name is Nikki Ferguson. I'm a holistic money wellness coach. Um, I help women with everything from budgeting to breath work around their money. So we have a balanced budget and our emotions are kind of balanced when we are talking about, thinking about, feeling about money. Um, And I started, I was an accountant a long, long time ago. (laughs) So I started in the money management side, um, helping people, you know, budget their money. You have this much money, let's separate the numbers out, make it, you know, make sense, which I believe we still need. But I've added on to that. I saw, you know, the mindset, we could build beautiful budgets, but if your mindset's not in it, if you're not ready to make those changes, that's all it is. It's just numbers on a page. And so um, I started adding in the mindset and then went a little bit deeper into okay, sometimes the mindset's not working. What what else is going on here? And so um, getting even deeper into what are we still holding on to? What's going on from the past? Um, what stories do we not even know are just hanging out there? And we just release those without even like bringing them back up, re, you know, I don't, I hate to say traumatizing ourselves because sometimes it's not big T trauma, but yeah. So we just go a little bit deeper releasing all of that tension that we have surrounding money. Yeah. So, so important because I think a lot of times we discount the mindset piece of it, especially that subconscious belief Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. been ingrained in us with how we were brought up through, you know, generational beliefs about money. And until we take the time to address those subconscious beliefs, we're setting ourselves up for an uphill battle in business. Yeah. What's your take on that? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that is something that I struggled with myself in business. You know, I was like, I'm the money person I can do, you know, I can do the numbers. I can do the math, all that stuff. I know how to manage my money, but like the mindset and the like believing I'm worthy of more. I'm capable of holding on to more. I know what to do. You know, when this money comes in, it's okay. It's safe for me to have money. Um, that was that was one thing that I personally struggled with. And so I went on my own journey. And then that's what I started adding it into what I help coach clients around. 
Yeah. I love how you're so open about that because I experienced the same thing, especially when I started to generate revenue. It was almost like this weird feeling. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like it kicked up all like this imposter syndrome and like, am I worthy of this? And like, oh my gosh, like people with a lot of money, like, oh, am I going to become like them? And am I going to like lose touch of who I am and all of these things? Like, whoa, that was like the craziest experience ever. And it wasn't until I took the time to really dive in that I was really staying stuck for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot. I won't say everyone, but a lot of us do have those like preconceived notions that like rich people are bad. Money is bad. And when you feel like that and you're a good person, it's hard to be like, yeah, I want money. Right. Right. Because it feels like you're in conflict with your internal self when you believe you hold those two beliefs and they don't, they can't mix. So you have to kind of let go of that and start looking for examples of look at this person who has a lot of money, look at all the good they're doing in the world. And like you and I were talking about before we started recording, you can make a such bigger impact in the world when you have more money, you have more money to give, to contribute to, you know, even if, if it's like tipping a server at a restaurant or giving a huge donation to a charity, right? You are putting the money back into the, um, the cycle, the, I have one of my, uh, (laughs) I have a quiz and one of my archetypes is the flow facilitator. And that's somebody who facilitates the flow of money. They put it back into the economy. They put it back into the hands of other people and it just helps everybody. Um, so yeah, that's what I say about that. (laughs) Yeah. No, at first that was a really hard concept for me to wrap my mind around. It was like, okay, you know, I've been taught that we have to save, save, save for one day. And once I finally started to really get over that and do exactly what you said, look at other people that you're doing so much good for the world Mm -hmm. with their money. Like for me, there's no better feeling than being able to give a server at a restaurant like a really big tip because they did go above and beyond. I know that they're making such a tiny little, you know, bit of money hourly, at least here in the state of Ohio, they're not paid a base wage that's more than a couple dollars. So to be able to really, you know, pour back into them and say, hey, guess what? Like, I appreciate you. This is going to make your life easier. It really does. Like, it kind of energetically shifts us. Yeah. Yeah. It so does. Yeah. Same pay here is same. It's like $2 an hour. So, you know, anything that they can make extra is like, you've made their day right? And that can be like, you go get your nails done. Maybe you have your nail lady you go see all the time and you love giving her more than what she charges, you know, Um, because she takes care of you. And I don't know about you, but if I get my nails done, I haven't had them done in a while, but it feels like I, we are, it's like an exchange of energy. Like she's listening to me, she's taking care of me. And, you know, I'm able to give her money in exchange for like all that she gives me. And it's just such a cool feeling um, and experience to do that in in the world, like daily, day to day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I love, you know, you say energy exchange and I'm not a super woo woo person, but when you start to think about it, it makes so much sense because it's nothing more than a ripple effect because you're providing value to her in the terms of 
money, like monetary compensation. But then, you know, Mm -hmm. she can then use that money to do something for herself or for her family. I mean, there is just this ripple effect that happens with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not woo. It's, it's just the law of like human nature and that, you know, what you get, what you put out into that universe is going to come back to you in one way or another. And doesn't that just feel so fulfilling when you have the ability to do that? And I know so many of us are sitting here, you know, listening to this going, okay, yeah, but, but where do I even start? Like right now, money's not my friend. My money's kind of like that, that mean girl. And I don't even know how to like bridge that gap and make that mean girl my friend. Where would you recommend our listeners even start to dive in with this? How do we even know that we have an issue with money mindset? So I will say, I think our money, our relationship with money is really a relationship with a part of ourselves, a piece of ourselves. So we have to start healing that piece of ourselves that is kind of, you know, I don't know if it's against money, avoidant of money, you know, all, all those things that might might be like scared of money, you know, um, and getting into that. So like one of the things I talk about is just sitting down, spending five minutes with your money. And I know that sounds weird, but that just means like, open up your bank account, look at it, there it is, and then go back. You know, it's starting just a little bit, titration is what it's called, just like gradually increasing your um, your exposure really to your money. Cause a lot of people won't even look at their money. Um, and so once you start to really get familiar with your money, it's like, treat it like you would a friend. If you have a friend, you're not going to ignore that friend. You're going to check in on your friend, send them a text. Hey, how you doing? You know, how was so-and-so's birthday? And really checking in just to say, hi, doesn't have to be a two hour long conversation. It can just be, Hey, I see you. I'm thinking about you. I'm here. And so kind of the same thing with your money even though the money's not going to talk back to you, right? You can just sit down and take a minute to see how it's doing, what's going on. And, and you don't have to feel any type of way about it when you see it. That's the first thing is like, sometimes people don't know what to expect. And that is something like a warning at the very beginning. You might want to think about before you go into it, set yourself, ground yourself, you know, take some quiet time, light a candle, get really relaxed, or you might be one of those people who loves to like dance and that relaxes you. (laughs) So whatever it is that relaxes you do a little bit of that first and know, like prepare yourself going in, no matter what's here, we're just checking in. We're just saying, hi, this is a reintroduction. I'm interrupting this episode to share an incredible networking opportunity that happens every single Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time. Join us for Coffee Talk and meet and collaborate with other mompreneurs just like you. Networking has grown my business by leaps and bounds, and I would love to share this opportunity with you. All the details can be found in our show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah. You know, Maybe like a long lost friend. I haven't talked to them in a really long time. I just wanted to reach out, just a little reach out to say, I'm not sure what's going to come back, but I want to put some, put a, put a filler out there. Right. So we're doing that with our money and um, 
trying to take the emotion out of it and yeah. no, no um, expectations, right? So whether you're extremely happy about what you see or you're like, kind of takes the breath out of your lungs for a minute, <laughs> that it's just that, and then you can step away. And I think that's the beginning, the very, very beginning. If you are at a place where you're like, I have no idea how much money I have, uh, you know, maybe sometimes you're overdrafting your account. Um, maybe you have really bad credit card debt and you don't, you don't even know how much it is right now. The first step is getting reacquainted with your money. So yeah, yeah just doing that, reaching out and then over time, building that up, you know, spending a little bit more time there, starting to make a plan to make changes, but we don't even think about that in the beginning. First, we're just saying, huh? Yeah. We're then, just, we can, then we can plan the lunch date. Then we can right. plan the lunch, right? I love <laughs> it. I love it. That's a great explanation because we do tend to be so judgmental and bring emotion into it at the forefront, but it's just data. And when we can start right. viewing our business in that way of, okay, these numbers, they're telling me a story. They're literally showing me, okay, this is what's working. Here's mm -hmm. where I can double down. Here's mm -hmm. what's not working. Here's where I need to give it a little bit more attention. But doing that from a place where there's not that judgment, because mm -hmm. no matter what your bank account is doing, good or bad, that's not a reflection of you as a person. You know, money right. is just a tool. It's just a means to get to an outcome. And it's so mm -hmm. important, but when we're so fearful of it that we avoid it, that's a huge problem in and of itself. Right. But when we have that awareness that you talked about, oh my gosh, that right there gives us so much power back. So going even a step deeper, so how do we even develop the awareness of those subconscious money blocks that we have? We kind of think that like, all right, you know, I'm a little fearful of this. I know some things are going on. Maybe there's something else a little deeper. What have you been, what have you found to be beneficial in bringing those subconscious beliefs up to the surface? up to that awareness so that we can start to work through them and become besties with our money again? Um, yeah, that that is the question, right? So I think looking at being aware of when you use your card to pay for something, when you're paying cash, whatever, what feelings come up? You know, is it you're a little bit angry about it? Is it you're stressed out? Do you feel fine about it? Do you not have a thought, a care in the world about it? You know, there are different, um, I talk a lot about like emotional regulation. So we could be like overly um, careful. So we could be very, very tight with our money. We could be very, very afraid to spend, um, checking it all the time. So that's the other side of it. And like very, like, da, 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 da. I need to, where's this cent? What happened here, this five cents, which is not really great in a big, big scheme of things but we could be like very hyper aware of what's going on so that could be one direction and like um if you're in business being super anxious about the next sale um what your pricing is um you know whether that's too high or is it too low and not constantly worrying about it and not really in a state of like i feel good i feel confident about where this is so that's one end now the other side it could be 
you aren't even thinking about money. You just expect it to be there and not always in the best way, right? You're just like, money is not real. You know, like I'm just spending money. I have a credit card, right? So mm-hmm. we do credit cards. Eventually you have to pay those back. <laughs> and that's the thing. I will tell you, that is the thing that got me in trouble when I first started money coaching was like, I had put a trip to Hawaii on PayPal credit. And I was like, ah, it's free. I don't have to pay for it for six months. It's, you know, no interest. And it was like free for six months. And then it wasn't right. And then reality hits and it's like, Ooh, okay. How am I going to pay this back? Right. Because then the payments were super high. The interest was super high because I hadn't been paying on it. So you could be in that mode where you're just not even, you're not even checking your money. You don't even think about it. And if you have a ton of money in your account, you might not need to, right? But if it's a constant, a lot of us in business don't have a steady income. Like we have really great months. We have okay months. We have months. And that is usually just how it goes, right? That's just the year overall, holidays, birthdays, vacations, all that stuff kind of like messes with how things go unless we have like a monthly thing. And that's just how we, that's the, that's the goal. That's the goal with money, with our businesses is like having an even, even keel. Like we make this month and this much all the time and it stays that way. But being aware of maybe I shouldn't be like, splurging on this thing if I'm not sure what's coming in next month right maybe I'm splurging on this but I don't have anything in my savings account that would be another sign of like "Mm, maybe we need to look in on this right so I think those are the two kind of seesaw behaviors you want to kind of be aware of um, when you are thinking about your money and like maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to this. Maybe I should start making friends with my money. And it doesn't have to be this like buttoned up thing, like go to an accountant man in a suit kind of thing, which I'm trying to, I've been trying to break that mold since I started. (laughs) Thank you for trying to break that mold. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Money can be this beautiful, like, you know, we can, as women, it's not, we don't work the same as men, right? We have different like cycles and all that good stuff. So, you know, learning about those things and just kind of learning the flow of your money, literally. (laughs) I mean, it it all goes back to that self-awareness and mindset. It is so key as a business owner to do the inner work and really just dive into and take an honest look of, okay, what do I want my business to look like? You know, what does that ideal cash month look like? What does the life I want to live, what does that look like? Because so often mm-hmm. we're chasing shiny objects and it's like, all right, well, if you want a six-figure business, that's amazing. But, yeah. you know, what are you willing to invest in order to get to that? You know, so many mm-hmm. times you see people, yes, you're running a six-figure business, but look at your spending, your yeah. overhead costs, you're not taking home six figures mm-hmm. in in revenue. So I think it's so important to really dive in deep and ask yourself, like, how do I want this business to look in a way that's sustainable for me especially as a mom in the season of life that I'm in, you know, we're always chasing, we're always doing the things, but you know, if you really take what Nikki taught you today, you can start to make 
friends with your money. And again, use that money then to create the life that you desire. Because with more money, you can create more impact in the world. Nikki, this was fabulous. How can we get into your world, learn all of the things about you? Tell us all the details. I would love to meet each and every one of you all. Um, I am probably most active on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is wildly underscore worthy. And I also have a pod podcast called Wildly Worthy. So that's hence why I talk about worthiness, feeling worthy of money, right? Um, so those are the best ways to get in touch with me, talk to me. I do have a free quiz on there. You can figure out what is your money archetype and then gives you a list of what to do depending on where you are in your money journey how you can like kind of work with that to feel better and make better friends with your money oh my gosh i love it you guys get into her world and learn how to make your money your bestie again she wants to be best friends with you make your <laughs> money right. your best friend and nikki will guide you through in how you can do exactly that. Nikki, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to pour into our listeners today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yes, I agree. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 